Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Hi guys, welcome back to Therapy Tea. I'm Dr. Lisa Cortez, also known as the Anxiety Doctor. And thank you for joining me. I am very excited for this year to be over with, and I'm excited for 2021. No matter what the pandemic brings us and how it um, continues to affect us, we still need to think of the future and our next year. And I know it'll be a better year pandemic-wise, and everything else, because we can always create an amazing year. So with that being said, I wanted to talk about how the brain is affected when, um, or how anxiety is created in the brain. Um, One of the things that people, um, especially men, some women too, but mostly men, they want to find out what it is exactly. A lot of times they don't want to admit that it's anxiety. And so they, after they do um, accept that what they're feeling is anxiety, they want to find out how it's created or why is it created? Why am I getting anxious now? And it could be a combination of things, right? I've talked about this before. It could be your hormones. It could be um, a tragic um event in your life, something traumatic, just it could be so many different things. Sometimes it could just be stress. And the older we get, it's harder for us to learn or it's harder for us to manage our stress because our our hormones. So it's kind of all connected. But I do want to talk about the brain and how that is um, affected. So you've I've I've talked about the amygdala, and so those of you that have heard um, other episodes have heard me talk about the amygdala, which is part of the brain where um, basically where the emotions are. It's part of the emotional brain. Um, And so the amygdala, there's actually two amygdalas in our brain, but we refer to it as the amygdala. That part of the brain is specifically for anxiety. It's there to create anxiety for us to be safe and to stay safe. So when this part of the brain, let's say something happens that there you're walking and an alligator comes out, you're going to get scared, right? And that's the part of the brain that kicks in and it kicks in to help you stay safe and help you realize, okay, I'm in danger. What do I do? And so that part of the brain is there for specifically to help you and keep you safe. So it creates anxiety and then it triggers the part of the brain where we think the pre um, prefrontal cortex, which is where we do our thinking, our rational and sometimes irrational thoughts come from there. And so when, when that happens and it signals Um, the emotional part of the brain um, signals this part of the brain. We're supposed to think like rational thoughts, like, oh, okay, there's an alligator, let me go the other way. Or there's an alligator, but it's behind a fence and 
I'm not going to get um, eaten up by the alligator. And so you think of rational thoughts of how to get out of harm's way. And um, when we can't control that is when we get diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, when we can't think rational. And that's why a lot of times I I tell um, people, well, I start people with positive self-talk and and rational thoughts, especially the younger kids. Um, I used to see younger kids um, just because their siblings had come to me. And so now they were experiencing anxiety and the parents, you know, trusted me. So they wanted me to, to help them. I usually don't see a lot of uh, young, young kids. But when that happens, um, you know, I, I try to teach them in a more simpler way. But sometimes those simple ways can help adults too. Because when we're overthinking and we're thinking and the anxiety has taken over and instead of our thoughts in our frontal cortex thinking rational, we think irrational. We start thinking all the negative things that can happen. We start thinking of the worst things that can happen. We literally start thinking that the the alligator is going to eat us up and my kids are going to stay without a mother. And we start thinking of all the worst possible scenario that can happen. And that's why our anxiety um, kicks in or the generalized anxiety disorder when it becomes a disorder. Because our rational thoughts are not there. They've become irrational. So if that makes sense, I hope it makes sense. That is the reason why an anxiety disorder can, can, um, can happen or you can get diagnosed with that. So it's really, really hard to think rational when you're feeling that way because of the physical symptoms. It's usually horrible symptoms that you feel. And so it's really hard for us to think that our thoughts are causing that or that we can stop those physical symptoms. And then sometimes we just get so caught up on the actual physical symptoms that we start thinking irrational thoughts about that. And that becomes the health anxiety, which we think, oh my God, but no, I'm having a heart attack or maybe there's something wrong with my heart. Maybe I have something that I've always had and now it's going to cause me to die. Or maybe I have a brain tumor. That's why my head is hurting. When I feel anxious, I get dizzy. Maybe it's a brain tumor. And so that just creates the health anxiety. And you start thinking of all the different possibilities and you start Googling. I've talked about this before because we have access to so much information now. Back when I was growing up, we didn't have that. We had to go to the library to look up anything we wanted to in the encyclopedia, in, in different books. We had to really research. It wasn't just available in seconds the way it is now. And so I feel that that is just one of the reasons why health anxiety is created. And then it's, it's even harder for us to get rid of that when we have um, Google and we're able to just search up whatever symptom. And like I've told you before, if you look up that symptom, thousands of pages come out of possibilities. And then you start reading. And then you start reading 
different stories and you're like, that's exactly how I feel. That must be what I have to. And that creates more anxiety. So it's just a vicious cycle. And that's one of the reasons in the program that I teach, which will, I I think I'm going to just um, create videos and it's going to become an e-course to be able to have it cheaper for people, more accessibility for people that can't afford. And that's because my coaching, um, my group coaching is very inexpensive compared to others that I've seen out there. They're in the thousands and mine is only $497 or $495, I think. Um, but I will create videos of me exactly what I do in the coaching um, for any of you all that want to purchase that. I'll let you know when that's available. I just have to um, finish up the last two videos um, and it'll be the same four weeks. So um, eight different videos and you'll have access to me to ask me any questions um, in the Facebook uh, group page. You'll have access to that too. So um, Sorry, I just went off on that because I, I'm so excited to have that for people that can't afford the the four hundred and ninety five dollars. Um, you you'll get it at a, at a much um, reasonable price. Um, but anyways, that's what I teach in that in the in that program. Just kind of reprogramming your brain because once you get to that irrational thoughts and the you know just being very, very scared and fearful. It's just a vicious cycle. The thoughts cause more anxiety. The amygdala boosts that anxiety to the frontal, um, prefrontal uh, cortex of your brain. And then if you still have those irrational thoughts, which are very hard to, to get rid of on your own, because with me, I can, I can help you with that. But when you have that, it's really hard for you to stop the anxiety. And then that creates a lot of other problems. Anxiety creates so many problems if you don't control it. If you let anxiety control you, it affects you in so many ways. It affects you in your relationships, in your career, in your job, in your just everyday life. As a parent, you shouldn't feel bad if you do have anxiety. Don't feel bad. Don't feel stressed out. Don't feel more, um, you know, being hard on yourself because that just creates more anxiety. So we need to do something about it. Retrain your brain just with positive self-talk. That can help you. And with irrational thoughts, I always say, you know, kind of look back. With the kids, I call them silly thoughts. That's where I was going to go earlier when I, when I started talking about um, irrational thoughts. I say, you know, those are silly thoughts. Are they true? And, and that helps them tremendously. Just by them saying that whenever they're feeling or thinking those irrational thoughts at their, you know, at school or at home, I always remind them, think of me. Think of, are those silly thoughts? Or are they real thoughts or true thoughts? And that alone helps them, which is great. I, I love that 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 simple little phrase like silly thoughts or real thoughts 
helps them, they, it grounds them and, and realize, you know what, these aren't real thoughts. And think about it, when we're not anxious and we start thinking of what we were thinking when we were anxious, we start thinking like, oh my goodness, why was I thinking that? Like, why was I so anxious about a plane crashing down? Because some people start thinking of all the possibilities that can happen. They hear a plane or they hear, they read on the news that something happened. They start thinking that it's going to happen to them. The irrational thoughts kick in. So if you didn't learn anything that today, just I want you to take this with you is when you start having those thoughts, sit back and say, okay, are those silly thoughts? Are they irrational thoughts? Yeah, they are. And start thinking of things that are actually true, that are actually things that are really going on. If you sit back and think of that, you realize, you know what? I'm safe. I'm here at home. I'm okay. Nothing's happening right now. Why worry? Remember the quote, worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe, which is so true. Always remember that. And always remember that you control your thoughts. You can control your thoughts. And you are the owner of your brain. You can control what you're thinking. You can control your thoughts. And you can control the anxiety. Don't let the anxiety control you. You've got this. Always remember that. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining me. If you have any questions, let me know. Usually on Instagram is where I'm um, at a little bit more throughout the day. Um, I'm hardly ever on Facebook. So if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me. Sometimes it takes um, maybe a day to get back to you um, because I am really busy and I do get a lot of questions. But I will get back to you. So um, follow me if you're not following me. I'm um, at The Anxiety Doctor on Instagram and on Facebook. And I will see you all soon. Um, Have a great day and have a great rest of your week. And I look forward to hearing from you all. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.